and welcome to the No Dusty Bibles podcast, where we delve into just two chapters of scripture a day at a sustainable, rewarding pace. I'm your host, Heather, and I'm an author, speaker, and Bible teacher, and I'm joined by my co-host, Hannah, who is the director of all the things here at the Rescued Letters Collective. Hey, everyone. We're here to guide you through your daily Bible reading, bringing insights, encouragement, and a sense of fellowship right to your ears. If you would like to receive weekly emails for Bible reading, sign up at therescuedletters.com slash no-dusty-bibles or click the link in the show notes below. Whether you're starting your day, taking a break, or winding down, join us as we explore God's Word together. Let's dive into today's scripture and find the hope and wisdom waiting for us there. Well, happy Saturday, everyone. It's Heather here. And however you are tuning in, whether it's on the No Dusty Bibles podcast or on my YouTube channel, I'm so thrilled to have you join me today. Um, So today I want to talk about different translations of the Bible. If you're new to reading the Bible, or even if you've been flipping through its pages for a while, but haven't really dug into biblical translations, I hope today's episode will enable you to understand and choose the right translation for you because this is a question I get often. How do I choose the right translation? And I totally get it. The Bible can be intimidating on its own by itself. And now we have to consider how to choose which version to read. And there are so many different translations to choose from. If you're short on time today, this is always my quick response. Read the translation that keeps you reading the Bible. But If you've got time to hang in with me a little longer, let's talk about what Bible translations are, how to choose the right translation for you, and also a little bit about the translation that we read from here on the No Dusty Bibles podcast and why we chose that particular translation. So what are translations for the Bible? Well, the Bible was originally written in three different languages. The Old Testament was predominantly written in biblical Hebrew, and it has a smattering of Aramaic in there. And that Aramaic is found mostly in the books of Daniel and Ezra. And Aramaic is a Semitic language closely related to biblical Hebrew. Now, the New Testament, on the other hand, was predominantly written in Koine Greek and also includes a slight smattering of Aramaic phrases. And Koine is the Greek word for common, and Koine Greek was the common language of the Mediterranean world in the first century. So when we're thinking about the different translations of the Bible, it's really important to remember that any English Bible is itself a translation of the original language. And Bible translations are wonderful. Uh, They allow you and I to read and understand God's word in our native language. And there's actually still an ongoing effort to continue to translate the Bible in all languages across the earth, because there are still people groups that don't have easy access to the Bible in their native language. Wycliffe Bible Translators is just one of those organizations, and we'll link to the uh, to their website in the show notes if you are interested in learning more about the work that they're doing. So let's look at the English translations of the Bible. There are roughly 45 to 50 common, familiar, modern English translations of the Bible, and I want you to see if you've heard these abbreviations and names, if these are familiar to you. All right, there's the NIV, which is the New International Version. There's the KJV, which is the King James Version. There's the NKJV, the New King James Version. There's the CSB, 
the Christian Standard Bible, the HCSB, the Holman Christian Standard Bible, the ESV, the English Standard Version, the NASB, the New American Standard Bible, the WEB, the World English Bible, the NLT, the New Living Translation, and the MSG, which is the message version. That's just to name a few translations you may have heard before. And if you're overwhelmed already, I get it. Hang in there with me. Now listen, my grandparents gave me my first Bible when I was 11, um, and it was an NIV translation, New International Version. It actually was a 1984 NIV translation. For any of you listening who may be um, biblical language translation nerds, it's, it's a 1984 NIV. And to this day, um, that is the translation that I prefer for my daily reading. Its words and phrasings feel like home to me. Um, but when I'm actually doing a deep dive in studying and teaching, I'm going to pull from a variety of translations because reading from different translations helps deepen my understanding of a particular passage. And there isn't a right or wrong Bible translation. All English translations are translations from the original languages of the Bible. Again, mostly Hebrew, some Aramaic in the Old Testament, and mostly Greek in the New Testament. Now, each translation serves a different purpose. Each translation has a different method. And you may be asking why and how. And to answer those questions, I want us to picture a spectrum line, okay, with each translation falling somewhere at a plot on that line. And we've actually got an image for you that describes just that, and we'll include a link in the show notes so you can take a look if you're a visual person like me. Um, but when you look at that, that spectrum line, you'll see that different translations fall on different areas of the spectrum. Every translation has a specific approach, a specific method, and how they go about interpreting the Bible. And so some translations, like the NASB and the KJV, and also the WEB, which I'll talk about a little bit more in a minute, are more formal in their translation. This means that they're trying to stay as true to the original Hebrew or Greek language as they can. The editors of these translations aimed to translate the Bible word for word or as close to that as they could get it. Functional translations like the NIV and the CSB are translated with the goal of maintaining the original language while also communicating the modern equivalent of the original thought behind that scripture. And then finally, translations like the Message and the Living Bible, they aim to retell scripture. They deliver a paraphrase of the original texts. And thinking back to our spectrum line, if you'll look at my graphic that I have for you, the further right a translation is on my spectrum line, the easier it is to read for modern ears. The further left a translation is on the spectrum line, the more accurate it is to the original languages. And this is why I prefer the NIV for my daily reading, because it falls right in the middle of that spectrum line. It is equally word for word and thought for thought motivated. So which translation should you read? Well, my answer is still the same. Read the translation that keeps you reading the Bible. But I do hope that what I've shared here helps you approach the many Bible translations with confidence and also clarity. My goal is to help you keep your Bible dust free. So whatever translation you read, keep on reading.
I want you to imagine waking up every single day convinced that the 24 hours ahead of you are a precious gift to be used wisely. Now I want you to imagine that you know exactly how to spend them to be a force for God's good. I want to invite you all to be a part of the No Dusty Bibles community for our spring Bible study. This spring, it's my six-week study on Luke, determined, living like Jesus in every moment. All too often, you and I wander through life without appreciating the gift of every moment we've been given. And the result could be an unsatisfying life, missed opportunities to experience the joy of being in sync with God, and days marked with apathy instead of God-given passion. Our time on earth is measured, and we should want to make every moment count, not only because we aren't guaranteed the next one, but also because this is exactly how our Savior spent his time here on earth. How then do we walk out unwavering, joy-filled faith every day, determined to let go of the things that keep us from experiencing abundant life and fulfilling the plans that God has for us? Well, I believe the answers are found in following the footsteps of the one who lived fully because he was determined that we might do the same. So when is this happening? I want you to mark your calendars for March 4th through April 12th. We start on March 4th. How is it going to go down? We like to keep it simple here. So you'll sign up with us. You're going to get weekly emails from us every Monday with everything that you need to know. And as a bonus, you can also tune in to our No Dusty Bibles podcast, where we'll be exploring the study together as well. So how can you join us and keep your Bible dust-free this spring? Well, it's easy. Click the link in the comments to register. You'll be prompted to order the study guide, and then you're in. I can't wait to dive into the Gospel of Luke with you soon. Now, finally, I want to talk a little bit about which translation we read from here at No Dusty Bibles. So we read from the World English Bible Translation. Now, the editors of the World English Bible chose a formal equivalence method, so more of a word-for-word -word translation method. And you may have noticed that some of the phrasing in our readings lately sound a bit odd to our modern English ears. And I want to give you an example. Here's an example from this week's reading. We were in Mark 13 a few days ago. Mark 13.1 reads this way in the World English Bible. As he went out of the temple, one of his disciples said to him, teacher, see what kind of stones and what kind of buildings. All right. Now that sounds a bit off. When I read that, I had to pause and reread it. What kind of stones and what kind of buildings? It's not a natural phrase that we might would use in modern English. Now let's look at how the NIV translates that verse. As Jesus was leaving the temple, one of his disciples said to him, look, teacher, what massive stones, what magnificent buildings. Okay, so that, that sounds a little bit more understandable to our modern English ears, right? Now let's look at one more example. Let's look at how the NLT translates Mark 13, 1. As Jesus was leaving the temple that day, one of his disciples said, teacher, look at these magnificent buildings. Look at the impressive stones in the walls. So hopefully with those three examples, you can see the slight difference between these three English translations. Some of them are, the phrasing is a little bit uh, unfamiliar to us, while some of it sounds a little bit more understandable. 
but the ultimate meaning remains the same. And this is what I want us all to remember, that God's word is God's word, no matter what translation you're reading, and that God will honor your heart in being faithful to diving into the word every single day, regardless of which translation you choose. Now, why do we use the WEB, the World English Bible, here at No Dusty Bibles? It's quite a simple answer, actually. It's because it is copyright free and we don't have to pay licensing or royalty fees to produce it in large quantities like we are reading here. So I hope that what I've shared here helps you understand the Bible a little bit more. If you have any questions about any of this, you can always reach out to us at hello at therescuedletters.com. We'd love to encourage you and to answer any questions you may have about the Bible and its many translations. And I always want you to remember that every question you ask, every time you seek to understand, you're not just reading words on a page, you're engaging in a living, breathing relationship with God through his word. So embrace the journey with all its twists and turns. You're doing great. Well, that is all for today, friends. We will be back next week to start our time in Luke as we dive into our spring study, Determined living like Jesus in every moment. It's not too late to join. Just click the link in the show notes and we'll send you all the info you need. If you are looking for an online community to encourage your daily Bible engagement, I'd love for you to join my No Dusty Bibles community. We delve into just two chapters a day at a sustainable, rewarding pace. Through weekly emails, the No Dusty Bibles podcast, our private Facebook group, and YouTube teachings, you'll never feel alone on your faith journey. If you would like to receive weekly emails for Bible reading, sign up at therescuedletters.com slash no-dusty-bibles, or just click the link in the show notes. We'll provide the resources, the community, and the daily nudges to keep you in the word. Say goodbye to that dusty, untouched Bible, and hello to a vibrant daily walk with God. And if you're looking to dig deeper, I'd love to serve as your tour guide through the Bible in one of my in-depth Bible studies. Ready? Finding the courage to face the unknown, determined, living like Jesus in every moment, or renewed, finding hope when you don't like your story. You can learn more at therescuedletters.com books. Until next time, keep turning those pages and finding the hope and the wisdom that await you in God's word. We're rooting for you always. Thank you for spending part of your day with us here at the No Dusty Bibles podcast. We hope today's reading has encouraged you and brought you closer to understanding the heart of God. Don't forget to join us for the next reading. And if you're looking for more resources or want to connect with our community, visit us at therescuedletters.com and find us on social media at Rescued Letters. The No Dusty Bibles podcast is produced by the Rescued Letters Collective, a united front of women's ministry endeavors with a shared vision to help women everywhere cultivate a richer faith. Our mission is simple, but transformative. Make the Bible not just available, but wholly accessible and deeply meaningful for every woman who seeks its wisdom. If this podcast encouraged you today, we would love for you to leave a rating and review and also share it with a friend. Until next time, I'm Heather. And I'm Hannah. Reminding you that every page turned in the Bible is a step closer to God. We're rooting for you.